This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Play action. Cousins with time. Throwing to the right side. Jefferson is there. He runs under it in the right corner for the touchdown. Beautiful touch from Kirk Cousins to Justin Jefferson. The 17-yard score gives the Vikings a 6-0 lead. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe J, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. 20 minutes from now, our first attempt at a nickel or diamond sometime. Can't wait for that. Lightning bets coming up in about 40 minutes. Right now, we have a guest. Let's go out to the Roman guest line. Anthony Amico from Established Run. Football guys joining us here on the Roman guest line to talk NFL fantasy targets for this year and some breakout candidates for 2022. Anthony, welcome to the show. Let's start with breakout candidates. Uh, kind of take us through your your formula. What, what stands out to you? What do you look for when you're looking for a player that could break out entering a season? Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me today. Um, yeah, I mean, typically when we're looking for guys who can break out in fantasy, I mean, a lot of times these guys are young players, you know, dudes who maybe they flash some stuff earlier in their careers as rookies or maybe as second-year players, and we're expecting them to take a, a step forward in 2022 in terms of role. Uh, maybe the offense has changed, you know, via a coaching move or some kind of coordinator change. Um you know, so that's really what we're looking at. You know, guys who maybe we had profiled when they were coming out of the draft as good players, uh, now they're getting an opportunity as well to, you know, to win leagues. Anthony, curious about your approach. As we talk about breakout players, the first thing that pops into my mind is wide receivers. And for so long, it was it was always with a lot of fantasy prep, people would say, okay, third year third-year wide receiver. That, that's what we have to look at. Who are the third-year wide receivers that are going to break out because it's it's happened over the years. But what we've seen in more recent seasons are younger receivers making a bigger impact, and maybe the value of the position is at an all-time high, and we saw that, saw that was how some guys were paid in the offseason. How do you approach the receiver position, one that is typically maybe it's more impactful now, but it's also one of the deepest positions? Yeah, I'm still looking to hammer that position early and often in my draft. I mean, these are – this is the spot where, like, you know, if you get four or five of these, like, top 15 receivers, you know, through obviously a couple of guys at the top of your draft and then a couple of guys break out, you know, all of a sudden you have this really dominant team. So, you know, I'm looking at these guys younger and younger. You mentioned it. I mean, I think that the transition from the college to the pro game 
is just way easier for these guys. You know, they're, they're coming in way more pro-ready. We're seeing rookie, rookies come in and break out right away. Obviously, we have, you know, massive, massive hits like guys like Jamar Chase last year. But, you know, even some smaller guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, coming in and being dominant players down the stretch. So I, I think we can look at the rookies. We can look at guys in year two. You know, I think that the year three thing, you know, that's something that I think, you know, guys like you and me, like we probably grew up on that. Uh, but it's definitely changed. I think we can look at them a lot younger. Anthony, who are your three favorite breakout candidates at the quarterback position? And please tell me the mom lover made the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson's definitely on it, dude. I mean, like, what are we? Uh, I mean, the, the confidence is an all-time high, right? I mean, that's got to play. Yeah. Um, but, but seriously, I mean, I, I mean, Zach Wilson was I mean, he's the number two pick in the draft just a year ago. I know that the rookie season left a lot to be desired. He wasn't super productive, but Zach Wilson is still someone who runs the ball a decent amount. We saw that late in his rookie year after he returned from injury. He was running the ball a good bit more. We know that matters a lot for fantasy. Uh, and, and just the weapons, man. I mean, I – the Jets are all in on Zach Wilson. Like, we can say for better or for worse if that's, if that's going to be good for them or not. But, I mean, they added Garrett Wilson. They added Brees Hall, uh, Jeremy Rucker in the third round of the draft. Uh, and then they signed a bunch of guys, like Tomlinson to boost the offensive line, C.J. Zoma, Tyler Conklin. So, uh, I mean, if he's going to break out, like, this is kind of the year to do it. I know that the, the price on him is not a uh, <laughs> – uh, and then the two other guys in play, I mean, I, I think man, like, oh, Yeah, I think Anthony's breaking up a little bit there. We'll uh, we'll get his connection back up there. But Zach Wilson, you could tell he's high on, which uh, Zach Wilson is going to be a fascinating one. I, I can't wait to watch these second-year quarterbacks, this whole group. I mean, Same. the one guy we haven't talked – the one guy we haven't talked much about at all is, is Justin Fields. It's almost like we've put him to the side because of the craziness that's happened in Chicago. You and just like You should. You, yeah. should. you should put him to the side. You should put him way over to the side. Like, what do you – have well, you looked I mean, that off? I know. I know. I know. But it's his second year. I mean, this is – these guys make leaps in their second year. And he, he needs has, to. He's going to get replaced. No, it, instead of – Targeting Justin Fields, if you're looking fantasy-wise, you should do one thing with the Bears. Darnell Mooney should get 100 million targets. They have nothing else on that entire offense. And they did have a little bit of a connection last year. So I think you'll be, fantasy-wise, DFS-wise, you'll be able to rely on Mooney. But outside of, mm -hmm. I, I, I hear people making cases, oh, look at the prop numbers, people high on David Montgomery. Okay what value does a running back have when you're down 35 to three? Like it's, it's not much. Mo Mooney could be helpful there. Yeah. Anthony's back up with us. Anthony, uh, you broke up a little bit there. Continue what you're saying about Zach Wilson and, uh, and that Jets offense. Yeah. What was the, what was the last thing I got for you guys? Sorry about that. Uh, you, you, just, you, just started to, you just started to go into the Zach Wilson stuff, and then you started to crack up. So you could, you could start over there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that Wilson is, is primed to break out. Like, uh, we can make the jokes, you know, about the rookie season and how bad it was. You know, uh, but the reality is that the Jets are kind of all in on this guy, right? Like, they, they have completely beefed up their offensive talent. They drafted Garrett Wilson 10th overall. They added Jeremy Ruckert. They added Brees Hall. 
They made offensive line additions in free agency. They added a tight end in free agency. Like, they are just going all in on this guy. Uh, and he was the number two pick in the draft. So I think that Wilson definitely has a chance to take that next step. I think the Jets are doing everything that they can. I mean, I, I would imagine that, like, there's jobs on the line here, you know? So they're going to try to make this work as best as they can, and I think that we have to take advantage for fantasy. Uh, and, and Wilson runs a little bit, too, which I think always helps. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anthony, uh, Gabe Davis is a guy that we've brought up a lot on this show uh, over the past couple months. Obviously, the great divisional round game against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's someone that I'm sure is going to get picked high in fantasy. Uh, Where are you on him, and how big of a breakout do you think we could be looking at with Gabriel Davis with the Buffalo Bills? Uh, Still super high on Gabe Davis. I mean, him jumping into, like, the top 15 at the position, I don't think should surprise anybody this year. We know that he had – the monster playoff game, like perhaps the best playoff game for a wide receiver ever. Um, so we don't want to like necessarily overreact to one game, but it was so impressive that I think we have to be paying attention to it. Uh, and then you just look at, you know, some of the, some of the other things that we know about Gabe Davis, like he's been productive early in his career. I think that, you know, kind of the career arc mirrors a lot of what we saw from Chris Godwin, right? Like Chris Godwin comes in productive rookie year two. He can't quite get that breakout because, you know, Deshaun Jackson's there. Adam Humphrey's there. Then those guys leave, and he becomes, you know, one of the best receivers in fantasy. So I think we can move into something similar here. You know, Manny Sanders out the door. Cole Beasley out the door. It didn't really add a lot in terms of veterans there. I know they bring in Jameson Crowder, but he's kind of like, I think, you know, uh, a little more, a little dustier than the guys that they let go. So, yeah, I think Gabe Davis definitely, you know, top 15 guy, top 12 guy, definitely within range. New system, uh, massive quarterback upgrade in Denver. What kind of offense are you expecting there, and which players are you targeting? Are, are you leaning more more Judy or more Sutton, or or even uh, maybe some more Tim Patrick that we saw last season? Yeah, I mean, at the risk of sounding cliche, I mean they're going to let Russ cook a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> like that has to happen. <laughs> um, we'll see exactly who gets those targets. I mean, I think what's really interesting about a guy like Russ is, you know, so so much of his money in Seattle was made you know, pushing the ball down the field, you know, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, these guys making these big plays. I know that Lockett was maybe a shorter target there towards the end. But, you know, that makes me, I think, pretty bullish on a guy like Sutton. Um, you know, we've seen him already go down and get the football. We know that Sutton is a guy that's already been paid. Uh, and I think that that's going to matter a little bit. I mean, the, you know, the new regime in Denver, like they didn't draft these guys, you know, like Jerry Judy was not a, a draft pick of this regime. Uh, but they did pay Cortland Sutton. They did pay Tim Patrick. I think that might matter a little bit. 
I'm also not super out on KJ Hamler. I mean, he just came off the pup list. This is someone who was extremely explosive at Penn State, you know, really good at getting down the field. Uh, so he's like kind of the Tyler Lockett type guy that I feel like they have now. You know, probably not with the same kind of volume, obviously. I don't think we're looking at like a 100 target player, um, but definitely someone that I think is going to have some big weeks in that offense. Anthony, who are your some of your breakout running backs that you like? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I mentioned Brees Hall earlier. I think that he's someone who could do it right away as a rookie just based on the prospect profile. Uh, but I also really like J.K. Dobbins. I mean, I don't think he's like typically the kind of running back that we target in fantasy just because he doesn't catch like a ton of balls, right? Like J.K. Dobbins in the Raven offense is not going to catch on a pass. But extremely efficient in the time that he's played with Lamar Jackson. We know that Lamar opens up a ton of running lanes for his backs. Uh, and last year, this guy was going like round three. Um, you know, he's coming off the injury, but not a ton has changed past that, you know, and, and I think that we look at kind of the moves that they've made in the offseason. They let, uh, you know, they traded away Marquise Brown. They drafted two tight ends in round four. Like, I think that we're going to see more of the bigger sets that we saw in 2019, 2020, uh, and they're going to run the ball early and often, and that's really good news for a guy like J.K. Dobbins who, I mean, if you're listening to him on Twitter, like, he, he was pretty adamant with that rap sheet report came out that, you know, that he was going to be ready to play when the season starts. So I, I'm pretty excited for him. Anthony, you talked about Zach Wilson uh, and your belief in him. Of the other second-year quarterbacks, which one are you looking at the most for this year? It's always that second-year leap with quarterbacks. We see it a lot. Uh, obviously, Joe Burrow last year uh, was incredible in his second season. Uh, it's a, it was a great class you know, a year ago. People hyped that class up with those five first-round quarterbacks. Other than Wilson, who, who's the one you have your eye on this year? I mean, uh, how can you not be in love with Trevor Lawrence, right? Like, I, I mean – this guy was on the the Andrew Luck career path, you know, a uh, completely dominant college player, like someone that we knew from the time he was a freshman would be the number one pick. Then he ends up in, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but probably the most dysfunctional situation that I've ever seen. I, I mean, uh, you know, we had that whole athletic report about Urban Meyer, uh, how it was just a terrible environment. Uh, we know that Trevor Lawrence didn't get a full compliment of off-season snaps. He was, he was, you know, Gardner Minshew's backup for, like, most of the summer. It's completely ridiculous. So I think we can kind of throw out the rookie year for Trevor Lawrence. I still want to be bullish on him in year two. They spent a ton of money in the off-season. And, again, like, for the Jaguars, that might not be that good. You know, two, three years down the line, it's not going to be that good. But we've seen time and time again these teams who spend in free agency, at least in that next year, they do seem to improve. So I think that Lawrence is going to be in a way better situation. We know that Doug Peterson – He's got a little bit of magic with the QBs, um, and I'm excited, I think, for what he can do in year two. Well, yeah, Anthony, and something that Trevor Lawrence is getting, and you just alluded to it right there, a massive upgrade with the play caller. And and that's something that I'm always looking at, too. We were talking about some of the props for quarterbacks, overs and unders, and change in play caller can be big. So are there are there any specific teams where you have a new play caller and you're looking for, if, if it works, if the value's right, you're looking for pieces of those offenses out, you know, outside of uh, Jacksonville with some of the other play caller changes. Well, uh, I don't know if this is like a situation I'm the most bullish on, but I'm really staring hard at this Patriots situation. Um, <gasps> I feel like we aren't talking about it enough because they don't have a formal offensive coordinator, right? Like they have Joe Judge, they have, 
uh, you know, these defensive coordinators basically running their offense. Matt Patricia, like I'm assuming that Belichick's going to have some kind of a say. But there's like this weird thing I feel like in football right now where it's like we're all in agreement that Mac Jones is like at least confident, you know, if if not like very good. But we all think that they're going to run the ball like 55 percent of the time. Like that might not happen, you know. Like there's a decent chance that in year two. They let him rip it a little bit. And if that happens, like, we're all way too low on, obviously, Mac Jones. But, you know, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, uh, maybe Tyquan Thornton, like, like these pass catchers, certainly Hunter Henry. I mean, Hunter Henry, I thought last year, was, like, the one guy you could maybe bank on in this offense. And if the volume goes up, that could be really good for him as well. So I'm looking at this Patriots situation as an opportunity to really snag some value if, uh, you know, basically the consensus is wrong about the direction of their offense. It's a fun one. Anthony, I'm in on Mac Jones. I was saying it before you got on here. I'm, I'm in on Mac Jones, and we'll see what the structure looks like, and the coaching obviously is a big question. Fascinating team. Anthony, we always appreciate you hopping on. Anthony and Miko, established to run football guys with the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. See? He sees it. There's untapped potential. I was expecting Josh McDaniels, Kevin O'Connell, Brian Dayball. He came right out with, yeah. Wow. Matt Patricia, play caller. He went right there. I was, wow. Wow. That's the the DFS player in him. Nobody's talking about it. This could happen. Yeah. Value is there. Nickel or dime, maybe, perhaps. That's next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.